Smith here of the Front Office News, back again for our second season of the TFON Podcast. This is the second episode, guys, and I got somebody that was on the first season a lot with me, my big brother, Dan Sellers. What's Dan, up, how you bro, doing? Bro. I'm good, man. What's happening? I can't complain, man. Happy to have you on here again. I told you he was going to make it happen. Now we here. <laughs> Hey man, I'm so excited to talk about this season. Uh, so many variables, so many um, themes and, and stories, and, and back, you know, back stories to the, to what may happen, could possibly happen this year. Could be I know, man. Season are very disappointing. Yeah, right, man. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot on the table. You know, we got. We yeah. gonna get right into it. Talked about it on my first podcast, but I ain't talked about it with you. So we going. We, we diving right in. Realignment, man. You you're down in realignment heaven, honestly, for for Bearcats fans. If you think about it, you you're seeing it. You live in Texas, so yeah. you see Texas there going to SC, the SEC. You know Oklahoma, so I know you're seeing a lot of those games on TV. You got mass fans, all that good stuff. Um, what does that do for you? What do you think that does for the Bearcats? Well, let me let me let me say this to uh, the Big Twelve decision maker. First of all, there is no decision to make, you know, in terms of who you add. Uh, You know, also, there's no decision to make in terms of the teams that are trying to realign themselves. I think it's ridiculous because you have uh, eight solid programs that all they have to do is win. The, um, The two teams, Texas and Oklahoma, they don't leave until 25. You got you have a game against those guys <laughs> every year, every year for the next four years. Beat them. If you yeah. beat them down, you devalue who they are. You put more value in who you are. So, so I'm looking for a Baylor or a TCU or Oklahoma State to beat them. Beat them when you play them. Uh, win a conference championship. Get invited to the playoffs and win. That's all you have to do. And, and, and no one can say it's not a power five conference. It's, it's a power five conference. It's not as powerful as the SEC. Yeah. But it's, to me, they're just as talented as uh, the ACC minus Clemson. And yeah. just as talented as, as, as the Pac-10. I mean, the Pac-10, you know, is, is all firecrackers. And <laughs> it's all firecrackers and no bullets. Yeah, so, pretty much. I, I'm just saying, like, why are why are they panicking, trying to jump to realign and, and ingratiate themselves? Big Ten doesn't need to add anybody. Yeah, they need yeah. a fool to add somebody. Um, uh, the Pac-12, they they don't need to add anybody. They need yeah. a fool to add somebody to. That's a those are storied conferences. These conferences go back. They don't need to add anybody else. They added. Maryland, which look at look how that worked out. Maryland, yeah. Rutgers, Rutgers. Come on, man. Yeah. even Nebraska right. ain't even look any and, good. And Nebraska is a, is not even a shadow of what they used to be. Yeah. So you know, right now you, the top two uh, um, big guys are the, the SEC and and the uh, the Big Ten. Yeah. So you know, uh, the ACC is it matters because of Clemson. You take Clemson out to ACC, you drop Cincinnati in there. I guarantee you, three out of the five years, they're fighting for the championship of that conference. Yeah. You know, um, so people have to understand people get falling, people fall in love with brands and, and they do so at fault in that 
you know, I hear these these commentators, oh, wouldn't it be great to have 30 uh, teams in a Super Why would you Why would you want that? Yeah, it's you know, too much. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much, and, man. And I don't, you know, they want the big brands to get all the, you know, all the players and all the glory, and it, and it shouldn't happen that way. You know, yeah. once upon a time, Army and um, Navy were, you know, top teams in the country. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Pepperdine was the top, was, was, the, was the national championship back in, the, you know, <laughs> the early 20s. Pepperdine yeah. and Harvard were fighting <laughs> for the best teams. So, you know, why, why would you close that off? So that's my thing. My thing is the Big 12 needs to relax, um, make wise decisions on who they're going to bring in in 2025, um, if it has to go that long, and, and beat the hell out of Oklahoma. No one, no one in that conference should leave that game with anything else on the field. You should yeah. leave everything on that field. You're right. You're not walking in the locker room unless you're giving everything. Every time you have a chance to play them, you gotta go hard. You gotta, gotta go to. hard. Yeah, but I, I, it's no way they're gonna stay to 2025. Those right. donors are gonna get them out of there. So, my question to you: I talked about it last, last, my last pod. All right, Oklahoma and Texas. I would bet my whatever's in my savings account that they'll get out by the end of this year. Right, they'll just pay the money, whatever the fee is. Worst case scenario, twenty twenty three. Um, do you? Everybody's saying that people, you know, because the Big Twelve is panicking. They're looking. A lot of people are looking to leave, and you know, they're trying to get picked up by other conferences. All right. So, you, do you think that the Big Twelve as a brand, if they're smart, I would try to grab, of course, right? But do you think they're going to be weak because? of their leadership and then they're all going to get picked off. Which, what do you think it goes for the big 12 in general from here? Well, well ba- based on what I, what I see down here, um, I think some of the schools um, are dating, if you will, different conferences um, yeah. because they don't want to be left behind. But like I said, there's really no reason why the PAC 12 needs to add anybody. They're struggling yeah. as a whole conference. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you really honestly, if you take the, the, the remaining um Big 12 and put it up against the Pac 12, they they are very competitive. Oh, yeah, so, for sure. You know, they don't really need to add anybody. Um, but they might, you know, you never know. The Big Ten would be stupid to add somebody at this yeah. point. You know, they don't need it. They don't Not need it. it. And um the, the pie is already um uh, too big now. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and so an ACC, I, I just don't see them needing it either. I don't. I think they, you know, they kind of, you know, got their own thing. They're they're happy that Clemson is 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 doing well, representing them in the in the, in the final four every year. Yeah. But you know, money talks, and True. I just think it'd be. I you know, I just honestly think it'd be bad for football if there were three, you know, eighteen twenty team conferences i just even if cincinnati was in one of them i wouldn't want to you just you're just yeah. feeding, you're just feeding the monster and and the rich get richer and uh, you're gonna have uh you know um like i don't know the same teams over and over just like you're seeing right now kind of get in because yeah. they they they're at the top now and you're just gonna make them you know bigger and stronger so uh but i, I like a punch of stance 
you know, and yeah. that's what football should be about. It should be about competition. It's like it should be like NCAA basketball, 64 teams in, and then you make once you make the tournament, you know, you got a chance to win it all. Yeah. But, you know, once you go to your own tournament, you got a chance to win it yeah. all. Yeah. So we'll see, man. We'll see what happens. I, yeah. I'm I'm on board with if the Big 12 falters, if the AC, AAC can be smart enough to grab a lot of those teams personally. But yeah, but I, do you think they'll come to the AC for the money? I mean, the money is not going to be there. Yeah, it's not. But do you think if they get if they get the right teams, it could be? I think I don't think it'll be what it was, but I think it'll be good. Like for UC, if they get left behind on any of these moves they're trying to make or see what happens, um, I think the money the money would be more if they get the right you know four or five teams or whatever if they if that's what they're going to do. No, I, I get it. No, I think, yeah. you know, you, you know, uh, some of those teams are going to have problems getting in to the power five, or I guess it would be the power four at that point, unless you put uh, the AAC up there. Yeah. Uh, the problem the, the problem is some of these teams, again, have, doesn't have the academic profile. Yeah, yeah, and, true. Um, and that, that you know, especially the Big Ten um, and, and the Pac-10, um, I'm not sure about the SEC. Uh, I don't. I don't think SEC is known for the scholars. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Some of the guys I play with, uh, <laughs> and then um, and then the ACC is definitely has a high uh, academic profile. So yeah. it just depends. I mean, um, I, I think if you know that would be great if somehow they could combine with them. I just think that I think the AAC, you're gonna have to get rid of some people, and I hate. And I hate to say that because, you know, um, from, you know, where we sit in Cincinnati, not really, you know, once we left the Big East, we kind of been snubbed. Yeah. But, I mean, you 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 know, you got an underperforming, a couple underperforming programs. You got to go. just not go, don't have the backing, and that's going to be your two lanes in East Carolina. Yeah. Not that they're bad programs. It's just that the commitment isn't there from the university. Yeah. That, you know, will put us in a so-called power situation. True, true. Um, but I think, yeah, if you add a, if you add a TCU, Baylor, and um, uh, TCU, Baylor, and Oklahoma State, man, that's and you put that in the AAC, you, you know, you can compete. You're, you'll beat the, AC, the ACC yeah. on a matchup, you know, head to head, and and you're going to compete in the Pac-10. Yeah, true. That's true, man. So I wonder what's gonna happen. And like I'm because the thing is with everybody not glosses over, but the big the Big 12 being so slow to the to the dance, you know, that what in 2016 when they should have I know our profile wasn't, you know, as shiny then. So I think we're in a better position, of course, you know, on both sides of the of the fence. But you know, with the improvements in the arena and them putting more money into the sports, you know, the programs or whatnot. But when the the Big 12 didn't add anybody. They made everybody give these auditions and stuff like that. They just let, you know, the hand of Texas and Oklahoma get stronger. Now they're in this position. So it's just like if they would have been more forward thinking, they could have added two to four teams, had 14 teams. Right. And it just – I don't think Texas leaves, you know, or Oklahoma. Because like, I think the the pot – they didn't want to share the pot, but then they start, they saw the grass was maybe green on the other side as far as on the money side. Right. Did, you know. Yeah. I, that's all it is. It's a money grab, and it's bad for football. It's yeah. bad for college sports. You let one sport, first of all, um, dictate what happens across the board. Yeah, um, and, it, and it has a psychological effect, you know, 
uh, not only from a sports standpoint, but even in academics, you know, the, the kids who who go to school, go to school to party and win games. And, yeah. and um, you know, teams like Texas is not, they're not going to, no, they're not going to be so prominent in SEC. They no. have a handful with Mississippi State. Yeah, you know, and um, Ole Miss. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Ole Miss, and you know Oklahoma the same way. They get hit in the mouth, man. They fold. You know that's yeah. been their that's been their mo. Yeah, uh, in, in the in the championships, they get yeah. smacked in the mouth and they they you know they can't get up. Yeah, so exactly. they're going to have you know now you're looking at two to three games a year where you, you know, it's not just the Red River rivalry anymore. It's, it's, you know, you're going to be out there. You got the Red River rivalry. Then you got to yeah. go over here and play uh, LSU pissed off because they lost to Georgia. Then, then Georgia going to come up and smack you. You know, you, you just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna, you don't get passed around. That's what it's yeah. going to be. Yeah. <laughs> you going to get passed around. around. And everybody's going to be eager to welcome you to the SEC. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then my thing with Texas East Oklahoma, they they've been you know the king of the of the conference the last X amount of years. So they they might they got more of a leg to stand on, but at the same time, like you said, when they get punched in the mouth, how they gonna respond? Right. And it, but with Texas, I mean, they haven't had they had one ten game, you know, winning season, mm-hmm. you know, in the last yeah. maybe ten years, maybe. 10 years. Yeah. So it's like it's not gonna be any fun. If you can't control the big the Big Twelve that plays very minimal defense, and it's always right. a shootout. What you gonna do in the SEC? Right. I mean, you might get better, you might get more recruits, um, but at the same time, it's like, you know, it's, it's all going to be on the coach because it's like you're playing tough, stiffer competition and you're going to, I mean, you, you haven't been winning. So it's it's a different different ball game, man. Can't yeah. come in there just, you know, asking these kids to stay at home in Texas and you haven't haven't done it. A&M has better profile right now than them. Right. Which is yeah, crazy. I was going to say, look at A&M. And yeah. took, look how long it took them to compete. And but it took them a while, though. Yeah, and they, and they had they had as much money as any program in the country, and they um and uh, they recruited really really well. Yeah, yeah. And um, and it's still you know, last year they they finally you know kind of yeah kind of got their thing together. But uh, yeah, I don't know if they'll do it again this year. I'm not sure, but yeah, quarterback is gone, but. Yeah, that's huge. But uh, yeah, so I, you know, it's 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 just it tickles me to watch these Dallas fans, whether it be the Cowboys or the the, the Longhorns. It's the the five minutes after they get beat in the last game, they're they're talking national championship or they're talking yeah uh, Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Like they're going there, not yeah. hey, we got do we have a shot? You know, <laughs> no, yeah, like, yes. no, I'm getting my ticket, and <laughs> you know, if you if you want to buy a Super Bowl ticket. All you gotta do is, is get get it from a Dallas Cowboys fan. They prepaid. <laughs> prepaid Super Bowl tickets. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, we might be talking too long on this. All right, but all right, cool. We're gonna switch gears. We're gonna talk about the Bearcats season this year. Um, they're getting a little bit of love, which is not normal for Cincinnati team. Uh, from the, the mainstream media, it's it's piggybacking off to how they ended last year. Um, all the shows are kind of start noticing, hey, these boys can play. But you know, for them to come in with the you know the highest ranking preseason ranking in history of the program, AP had them at eight. Um, US USA Today got them at ten. You know, the pressure. I mean, I've been at a lot of the practices, and you can tell they still got a real nasty taste from the Georgia game. But like, what do you see this team doing this year? Or um, do you feel like? 
they could be ranked a little bit higher or do you like where they're at right now? I mean, far as coming into the season. Personally, I think they should be ranked about 11 or 12. Okay. And uh, only reason I say that is because, you know, you got some really good teams ranked behind them right now. And um, uh, we have, I, I think, two very winnable football games. And I just think 11 or 12 would be a great place to start and build momentum because um, it's very easy to, to go from 8 to 18. And um, it's harder to go from 18 to 8 like they did last year. Yeah. And uh, so um, I think I think this team has an opportunity to, you know, to go out and beat Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame is kind of reloading. Uh, especially at quarterback, and that's a huge uh, position. I think it was it was designed that we lost our D, D coordinator to Notre Dame because that's how afraid they are of Cincinnati. When they looked at that schedule, they said, what game can really hurt us and ruin our year? And that's a loss to Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. And um, and they know they it wasn't, you know, that's a very good chance that Cincinnati goes and beat them. And that's why, you know, uh, we lost our defensive coordinator to them. So um, my question uh, for this year is offensive line. I think mm -hmm. offensive line has been the nemesis of certain success uh, opportunities for the Bearcats throughout Fickle's uh, tenure. Okay. Um, last year, when he finally got the offensive line clicking, um, just a bonehead play. Uh, yeah. which really lost us the game when you look at it in terms yeah, of that, that guy time, making yeah. that block, uh, you know, making that block on a defensive end, yeah. sacking and causing that fumble. Um, and, you know, the offensive line has made a lot of penalties. They've been responsible for a lot of penalties that have, you know, lost us games over the last three years. And I look back at Memphis and the same guy who, you know, didn't play well against – Georgia, I'm not going to say his name, you know, but um, we're going to have problems if he starts. <laughs> or is he gone? He's gone. Nah, he's here. Oh, my God. Are I mean, he, yeah, you know. I think he feel inside, though. I feel like yeah, I've seen him move inside. That might be a better move for him, but he's, 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 he makes mistakes. I mean, he causes, he's penalty prone. And that, and, and, and that, you know, two years in a row, he lost big games because of either his penalties or his missed assignments. Yeah, you did. And I hate to, I hate to, you know, put a spotlight on it. Yeah. But I think that our offensive line, and from what I understand that Dick's saying, is that, you know, they moved a lot of people around and they yeah. feel, feel very comfortable uh, with their two tackles right now. Yep, yep. So the, the big boy got, got the um... – Got the the waiver. I think that's huge for their because they're young there. That's the the rough. That's the thing, especially at tackle, because you know losing Hudson and and uh, Harper. But yeah, but I think the big boy getting uh, getting that waiver is huge, especially for depth. And I think he's gonna be a guy that's probably gonna be playing. And then they got the other young boy. I think will be on the other on the right side. That's, okay. Um, it's got a lot of got a lot of potential. So it's just uh. Just depending on if they just get their lumps in. I mean, I think the de the, the positive is the defense is so good that they're getting their lump a lot of lumps at practice. Yeah. So that's a positive. They, they're going against some grown men over there. 
So that's going to help. I mean, if you can hold your own against these guys, I'm pretty sure a lot of the teams are going to build. I mean, it's going to be some guys that's going to be just as good, but I feel like the Bearcats defense is at another level right now. Yeah. Like, I think we'll it's definitely top tier. We'll have to run the ball. I mean, be able to run yeah. the ball. Um, got a great – another running back coming in. Yeah. Uh, coming back. And then, of course, you know, uh, Dez and, and the wide receiving core is pretty nasty. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I believe if they can stretch the field but but yet run the football like they did last year, it gives Dez an opportunity to showcase his versatility, which, you know, last year I believe – I got to say it was probably the biggest um, uh, improvement of a quarterback uh, from season to season that I, that I, that I've yeah. seen in Cincinnati since Zach Kolaris. Dang. That's, ain't went back on that one. Yeah. Who, by the way, won, won a game uh, in the CFL the other night. I watched it. Oh, nice. So, nice. Yeah. They're in first place. Winnipeg. Yeah. He'd be, he be doing, he be doing, doing his thing too. Yeah, no, he's a significant player in the CFL. He's uh, one of the top three quarterbacks and and has has had a great career there. Yeah, Uh, been killing it. Yeah, so yeah, so that's important though. So yeah, it's gonna be on the line. They're they're the the key piece of this team, right? Right. Um, If they play solid, I think everywhere else, man. Even at the line, they just got a lot of unproven people. I mean, a few unproven people, but I think they got a good core, like with McConnell and Renfro. And then they got a couple kids that have played a little bit, like you know, in the last couple of years too. That yeah. have a chance. So we'll, we'll see what happens. If they gel. Then it, I mean, I think they're playing with their house money because right. we're on defense, man. Unless it's just knock on wood, a crazy run on injuries. They got right. a lot of people that are just ready. Yeah, you also got to realize COVID is still out there. That's yeah, true. And, COVID uh, is there. You know that destroyed a lot of. Like I think that's what happened in the Penn State and. You yeah, know, you know you're you're already out in the wilderness and you got to be stuck in a room. Yeah, probably kill their morale. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> it's serious though, man. You're right. You in a country place or something? Yeah. You can't have no fun. Yeah, you can't do nothing. I mean, because college is about having fun, no matter. I mean, college. it's about you got to have some fun. I couldn't yeah. imagine just being stuck in a room. Right. Yeah, I know you played, but I, you know, I didn't. So. Yeah. No, I, I definitely couldn't imagine that. My Friday nights, it was on. Sometimes Thursday. <laughs> Saturday night for us, after the game. Yeah, yeah. Normally, yeah, I catch cats coming back. <laughs> some, have some, some having of, a good yeah. time. Some of those guys used to drink. I did. <laughs> I used to catch mad people. I'm like, man, y'all just play it. They get us right back. They be yeah. right back outside. Plus <laughs> straight be, airplane. They be straight. They be straight there. Like, what's going on? Y'all straight. Right, yeah. So let me ask you, man. You you've laid eyes on that defense. How how do you what do you think of the new defensive coordinator in, in the team? Is it different? Man, um, honestly, it don't it doesn't look different. Okay. It doesn't look different. They're still three three five in it. I just want to okay. see like if they adjust to the four because they got it, they go four two or how they gonna adjust when it's time. But yeah. honestly, if I didn't know Freeman was gone, I wouldn't know he was gone. Oh well that's but, good. To me, from how they're playing, how they're they're in your face, you know, not really high in coverages. They just, hey, can you Coming beat? From all different directions. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looks, it looks, looks good. I mean, from what okay. I'm seeing, okay. I, I think Daz has took another step though, like just in general, like his delivery and his and it's on making the right. I mean, he's been always making the right read, but just far as the touch on the ball, oh yeah, trust me, like yeah. 
Uh, he so made a throw to the, the Lenny the Lenny Taylor um, in practice. And I was like, dog, that was like when you could just legit say that's the NFL throw. Coverage yeah. was there, but he led him right where it was supposed to go, and it was six. It was just like, damn. And then, like, it was a play right before that. Prater, even though he's making a big step, he's taking big steps. He looks a lot more comfortable out there. Um, oh, yeah. But he missed one. He had it, but he under he had he held it up to Michael Young, and it and then, you know, uh, what was my man? Hicks made the play, got him okay. out of there. But if he would have let it like how Dez did the next throw, it was six. Right. So gotcha. just want to just you know trusting the trusting the um the play and everything, but he made the right read, just didn't get enough on it. Gotcha. Yeah. Man, that's amazing, man. Um, you know, I I miss being there, and I know you got you my eyes on the you know on the prize yeah. for me. Uh, for sure. And uh, you know, I'm going to try to make a couple games in the press box this year. Okay. Um, I've got a. I don't know. I, I, I got to figure out what I'm going to do. I might need a uh, front office news uh, credential this year. All right. You know, you did. Just let me know. Yeah. Let me know. If, it ain't, if, I ain't, if I ain't overbooked up there, I got you. Okay. <laughs> I got you. I got you. And uh, I didn't I didn't make my move back to my previous uh, paper yet. I, have, okay. I need to give them a call and let them know that I'm interested. For sure. But, uh, man, I know we're close on time. Where we at? Look, we look, I think we got about ten minutes to oh, kind of okay. mess around. Yeah, we kind of we kind of got it, got to it. So, we, we so what are, what are the linebackers looking like to you? What do you think? Uh, you, so, know, I, you know, I always look at the linebackers. The linebackers I like a lot, um, but what I'm gonna tell you, the person that's sneaking in there, the Von Flossen kid, I think is gonna shake people up. Like I think he's a little bit better than people kind of giving him credit for. He's from. Michigan? I forgot where do I man, I don't give me I don't have a roster piece in front of me right now. I do it. Give me one sec. But uh 13, man. He he got some spot playing time with uh like when at the end of the season, like when Jarrell will go down for a quick second. Yeah. And but dude, dude's been looking legit. And then I know the, who he is. I mean, I, I remember seeing yeah. so he I think, yep, he's from well, from looks like from the outskirts of Columbus. Okay. Okay. I yeah. Was. So I think he's he's definitely it's been him. Normally it's him, the Blanco and Beavers are the okay. three, right? But the person that's sneaking in there with the ones a lot is the Shine Pace, the kid from I think he did he go to Corain? And he's a he's either a red shirt freshman or he's a sophomore. I don't know if they count him as a they gave him a red shirt year or not. Okay. But he, I know yeah, on on this is showing he's a sophomore, but he number twenty. He's the one, yeah. I remember kind of sneaking in there, um, and he's looking pretty good. Well, that's well. good, man. They got uh, you know, I, I gotta get up on everybody there. Yeah, um, I like like how he's looking. Um, then I know like the young boys, um, the kid from Princeton is. I think sometimes they they kind of have him on the line at the end on the low, and then somebody have him outside linebacker. Okay, uh, Thomas. And, yeah, so uh, I know who he is too. Yeah, yeah, Thomas and then Jones. Those are like the guys, like the six that I noticed the most. But but Pace is getting the most um, first string reps out of all, out of the young boys, the younger boys. So who do you think um, is going to be the biggest problem for us in interleague? Interleague, man. Interleague. 
I'm not really worried about UCF for some reason this year. Um, it's either going to be like Tulane or SMU. Those are the two games that I'm like, mm, no. I feel like we should be good, but I feel like those would be the teams that will randomly be be a tough one. Because Tulane, we play them on the road like on Thanksgiving. Not Thanksgiving, like right before Halloween or something. So it's like oh yeah, one of those. Stuff to play. Yeah, it's like a weird – won't be a lot of people there. I don't know, but it is New Orleans at the same time. And they're not they're, – they're kind of like – I think they're picked to be like a top four team in the conference, I want to say. Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty good last year. They were yeah. pretty good. So that team – a two-lane game is going to be iffy um, just because it's on the road and hopefully they're not feeling themselves too much. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, that can happen. You know, if you're a top ten team smacking people and go – especially if you beat Notre Dame and Indiana, like you, you definitely – Right. Um, can overlook a team like Tulane indirectly. Yeah, so hopefully that doesn't happen. But I, that's, the, that's the game I got circled. It's a Tulane game for sure. Maybe the SMU, but that's at home. So that's a little – I don't really – I'm not really too worried about that one. It's it's go, it's a huge step for them this year. I mean, really, honestly, I – you know, I'm, you couldn't ask for a better scenario. I mean, you got, yeah. you got a Bearcat team that – is confident. They got a lot of depth, a lot of talent. Uh, great quarterback coming back. Great running back. Group of receivers. You know, yeah. some type receivers. And on defense, you know, they should be fantastic. Definitely. Um, and so, uh, you know, they're not sneaking up on anybody. No, definitely not. Definitely but, not sneaking. Know, like up you anybody. said, they have to be prepared uh, for the uh, inter interconference schedule. Because there are some good teams that can knock you off. There's a lot of talent in the ACC. For sure. You look at recruiting around the country, and um, the especially last year with the COVID, um, which kind of messed up. People were coming back and people were not coming back. Yeah. So you didn't really get a good sample of high school players because, you know, um, hey, the good people didn't come back. <laughs> They're in the league. And we had 10 of them. Or was it seven of them? I don't remember how many were. Six, six or seven. Yeah, a lot. We got four seven, drafted. No, seven. At least seven. Yeah, Did we I got four them? drafted. Forrest, Wiggins. We had some CFL guys, too. Yep, yep. CFL. White, White went to CFL. Who else went to CFL? Somebody else did, too. White. Jarrell went there. I think somebody else. They had the big boy, the tight end. I think he got signed by the by Arizona. Yeah. Um, Hudson Browns. Get me to give me the blank out. Ponder, you see Ponder against against the Bengals. He was a free agent pickup. No, I didn't see that game. Man, he made. I don't know. I think he had like four or five tackles. Oh, he, he showed a play. Show a play. He, he blew dude up and then made him fumble. Just just smacked running back, blew him up. He's a pro. He's gonna yeah. play. He's gonna be in that league. He, yeah. he looked like a pro when he played. Yeah, yep. yeah. Ponder, so, you know he was undrafted, so like yeah. people. He did. He did his thing. Yeah, it's a couple other kids, but yeah, I'm drawing a blank on the other kid that got that got drafted. Got Forrest Wiggins. I'm missing somebody else that got drafted. Then we got the punter. I'm pretty sure he should be the Titans punter. Barring anything crazy. Yeah. No, they they may mention that in one of the publications. Okay. That uh, you know the Bearcats had these guys placed in the pros and and the league. They just they highlighted all all the players from the league. Yeah. But yeah, man, I, I just think that. You know, this is exciting, man, and I just can't wait to to see my dog is barking. Uh, um, good. Can't wait to see how 
you know, we respond this year. And, Me too. Uh, you know, I just, you know, it's ours to take. For yeah. sure, for sure. It's, it's in their fate. Like, it's right there to take it. So right. it's pretty dope just to see, like, you know, we have practice and all these scouts are there. And it's like, man, it's, this program has went, it's come a long way in, you know, four or five years. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's pretty dope to see that. So, you know, I mean, it's talent everywhere, man. It's talent everywhere. So that's 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 the crazy thing and a good thing for this team. They just can't can't read all the clippings. You know, all the stuff I'm writing about and other people, they can't read it too much. They can acknowledge it, but when the season starts, they kind of got to, you know, get blind, you know, because yeah. you want to play some tough teams, they just got to just take care of business. Yeah, you cannot fall in love with being number eight because in my mind, you're not number eight. There's some teams that 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 are going to start off the season, you know, um, that I think will be, you know, higher should be higher ranked, mm. and just play through the season. I mean, win the games you you have, win all your games first. Yeah, of all. yeah, but, sure. You know, shock the world for a change. We've been uh, we've been too close too many times, and um, you know, yeah, uh, this football team really needs to turn the corner. If they can turn the corner this year and run the table somehow which would be incredible and, and almost sure. unbelievable. Um, it would go a long way for, you know, legitimizing, um, you know, considering more than the name brand teams for yeah. good consideration. For sure. For sure. They got a chance. So, you know, we'll definitely be talking about this more. I know because, you know, we'll, we'll be getting into it and uh, we'll just keep keep rolling, man. Hopefully they can do it. I I I, the good thing is I know they have the, ta- the talent and a team to do it. Just yeah. now it's on them to, you know, to, to make it happen. Because, I mean, I would not be shocked if they're one of the top four teams at the end of the year. You know, no, I wouldn't shock me. Wouldn't but- be shocked. I wouldn't shock me. That's that's the crazy thing. You know, sometimes they're like, man, I'm super shocked this is happening. Like, if it happened, I'd be like, boom, it's, it's possible. You know. You just got to take care of business. Definitely. That's it. That's the key, man. So... Shoot, we'll end it on that, man, because I know this is not going to be the last time that I'm going to have you on here. So, right, <laughs> we'll get the rambling, especially when the games start, because I'm going to try to get down to practice tomorrow, though. So, okay. see, see what's up. And I'll have some more info and stuff. So, go from there. But, all right, guys, we're going to finish this off now. Just make sure you check out the second second podcast of this season i got my man dan sellers on here he's gonna be on here again so just make sure you guys check it out share it tell your friend about it and just trying to keep keep nice content from for bearcat nation so i'm jt smith i'm signing out